o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets. Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Hour two on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. We've discussed whether Trey McGowan is a dirty player or not. Someone, someone texted in saying that he is the dirtiest player that they've seen at Nebraska. Get on the mic. Harrison's has thoughts on this. Harrison. Wow. Harrison, our EP, is, is Trey is, McGowan's a dirty player. No, absolutely not. What, what, how would you characterize his style of play? Effort? No, no, he's just an effort player. When okay. he went up in the air like that, like I don't know, he had his arm pulled back. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how how anyone thought that was a dirty play on Sunday yeah. on the on the flagrant two that got him ejected. Terrible call. I'm with you. Is he a dirty player? I mean, he's a hard nose. He's competitive. Player. What's yeah. wrong with being hard nosed? I mean, it gets a dirty connotation, but it's a it's hard nosed. Yeah. There's we, a thin we, line. There's a thin on line. On a team that was not playing much defense this year until recently, I, I appreciate a guy that's hard-nosed yep. oh, I think I think he definitely helps the overall defensive acumen of any team he plays on because they, guys see him. That guys see him slapping the floor. Guys see him doing his thing, and it I, it certainly rubs off at times. Yeah, it's a big claim to call someone a dirty player. you got to have a lot of evidence. It is. You're right. Harrison. Truth maker. How about here. that former Duke dude? Is he a du- is he a dirty Grayson player? Allen? Yeah, Grayson we, Allen. I, he is, is it bad they know what you're mm. talking about without even saying a name? Yeah. Now he's a dirty player. The fact that you said that Duke player, I went to one specific player, means yeah, that guy's a he's dirty. Yeah, Harrison. There's yeah, no doubt about that. You said Duke, and he I was like, tripped Grayson players Allen. in college intensely. There's there's video of him tripping. Well, he took out Caruso. Twice. Yeah, he took out Caruso. Caruso's first game back after injury. Went Chicago Bulls guard Jake Crusoe. I know Chicago Alex Bulls Caruso. Guard. He's a former he's Laker. In the NBA. Now he's a Bull. He's an NBA. A he's, place on, for- he's on the fading Bulls roster. Hey, they're not. They're, they're, they're they'll get right. I don't think you understand who's in first place, and the, we're not coming back to the pack. Miami Heat. Oladipo's back. Victor Oladipo oh, yeah, that, on that's, the bench. That strikes Watch fear out. into everybody. It's over. It's over. Yeah, enjoy the Nets round one. We'll take. We'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. Not concerned. Harrison. Thank you, Harrison. Thank you, Harrison. Thank you, Harrison. Yeah. Thank you, Harrison. If you want to chime in, 402-999-4620. All right. People have a lot of thoughts on, on, on uh, Trey McGowan's. I know there's oh, a really? polarizing topic. Is, there, is, it, is, it a, is it on the text line? Um, yeah. Someone says he's aggressive but then flops occasionally. He does have a reputation for pushing it to the edge if you focus on him. Hard-nosed. Mm-hmm. Hard. What's wrong with being hard-nosed? Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Clean but, up. But, well, hang on. One thing. Yeah. Sorry. One, one thing quick. And I I take no offense to this, by the way. and Because the text starts with no offense, Jake. Okay. I mentioned that my hometown, Beatrice Orangeman, won a low-scoring game, 38-35, over Scotts Bluff to move on to the semifinals. And I, I am, by the way, a proponent for the shot clock in high school basketball. I want that. I know that Beatrice likes to have possessions for a minute. They, they wouldn't like – this is going back to Jim Weeks. Jim Weeks just likes to hold the ball, okay? He knows it. I know it. It helps him win games. They're really good at winning in limiting possessions. 
Okay? Corey Lincoln says, No offense, Jake, but your Beatrice team, my Beatrice team, is painful to watch. They're one of those teams whose entire strategy is to limit possessions. Until there's a shot clock rule in high school basketball, they can play however they want to play. Now, I am saying I People don't have to like it, though. They don't have to like it. I would prefer that a shot clock is implemented so we don't have to worry about these low-scoring games. I want to see high-scoring games where there's constant possessions. But until that's in play, I have nothing to tell you. Okay. Winning winners win. Win winners find a way to win. Okay. What do you want to clean up on before we move on? Oh, Carl McPipe never he played. Carl McPipe was a was a center, a big man for Nebraska. And he never got into the eighties. It was late seventies. Just late wanted 70s. to clean that up. Just wanted to clean that up. But I remember Carl McPipe very well. Whoa, we tough know, tough enforcer type. We, we made a also a big mistake on on somebody we forgot. How do we forget Vincent Hamilton? Not a, not a not. He's a shot blocker. Rebound. Yeah, he was a shot blocker, but he didn't have. There was never anybody would have said, Vincent trends towards dirty or anything like that. No, I don't. I Vincent was a great player. There's been a lot of great players, but I'm, we're looking for guys that that maybe ha, would have a reputation, a reputation. Jake, stay with me. You're, uh, no, you've been I'm, all over the no, map. No, I'm, lo- I'm looking here because. Um, Harrison left for a second, and he and he sets back in the production studio, and he puts down a twelve pack of beer from Empyrean. Yeah, his it, his brother Houston brought in beer. Thank you, Houston. Houston, who I met in Corning, Iowa, at the wedding I was at on Saturday. You obviously didn't didn't make an unfavorable impression on him. I think he said, "Well, I was a little bit buzzed at this point." Oh, shocking. I think he he did tell me he was going to bring in beer at some point from Empyrean, so here he is. Bringing Thank, you, Empyrean Houston. Beer. Thank you, Houston. Thank you, Houston. I wish he would have. I wish, I really wish he would have stayed so I could meet him. I well, just, maybe, maybe come back during the break. Yeah. Come back in like seven minutes. Harris, this, you're entitled to four of those beers. So it's well, a 12 pack. I wanted to see if, he, if, if Houston looks like he could be Tom Petty's offspring. I don't think so. But you, you, you can come Uh-oh. back. Though. <laughs> you can get, come back. This is getting uncomfortable. Uh, oh. How is it uncomfortable? <laughs> I, I'd said no. It's not uncomfortable at all. Does, do any of. Uh, Harrison's uh, other siblings. I cannot confirm. Have a resemblance I cannot to Tom speak Petty. for Everett or Sawyer. I only know Harrison okay. in, in Houston. All right. Well, thank you, Houston. Um, Jake will. Jake and Harrison will enjoy. Those. It's just gift day at the station. Greg and Myrtle Beach giving I'm swag. You, and, we, and it, it, that blue shirt looks really good on the stream. By the way, the one you, you got from Greg. I wear it daily. And you got the Lincoln hat from Derek, yeah. of course. We, they, people just lavish gifts on yes. us. We'll take them all, we'll, and we'll give you we'll give you shout outs if you give. We us. are beloved. We love hats. We like nice shirts. Yes, and beer. Three, the trifecta. Jake, not everybody dislikes you. I know. Not, yeah, apparently not. <laughs> okay, I saw this yesterday from Athlon Sports because I know. Oh, yes. I know that. Oh my God! I if love there's this one stuff. thing in this world that you like, yes, a lot. A it lot. is rankings of any sort especially when it comes to football whether it's list of, of best players yes. rankings of teams you eat it up i know i love this stuff so athlon sports says why not do some rankings get some clicks for this why not do this uh this is uh the spring 2022 power rankings per steve lassen of yeah athlon sports for big 10 football no harm in it ready for me to go through these yeah Okay. You, how do you want to do this? How wh- how do you want to do it? You want to comment a little bit about yep. it? Yep. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Ohio State. Nope. Wait, <laughs> wow. 
Sorry. Number one on the list of the power rankings for spring is Ohio State. Uh, they say what to watch. The Buckeyes return C.J. Stroud, but they do lose Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, and they have to retool an offensive line that re- uh, returns three starters. So two they are starters loaded. Back. I mean, they all you all you really have to do is say they have C.J. Stroud back, right? Um, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, who catches about twenty passes a game. Yeah, he had seventy-two catches in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I did. I think it was actually eighty. <laughs> I think you're off by a couple. We missed a few. We had 80 catches. They okay. So Ohio State, Ohio State. Yeah, as you mentioned, they lose two mega receivers, but have also in addition to Smith and Jigba. How about this, Marvin Harrison Jr. He's back? Good. Um, they have a Julian Fleming. Um, they have four of the top ten wide receivers in the country from last year. That's incredible. Four of the top ten wide receiver recruits in the country from last year. Um, I'm going to say that again. Four of the top ten wide receiver recruits in the country from last year on the way. L-O-L. So, yeah, they're – Why is that L-O-L? Because it's it's so impressive. It's funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now, 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 Ohio State, Jake, as – as pointed out in this Athlon article, allowed 5.3 yards per play last year. It's a lot for them. Yeah, that's not going to do Jim it. Knowles, the new Oklahoma State D- uh, D.C., comes in. Jim Knowles. Yep. Jim Knowles. The place is what, Kerry Coombs, was that? Yep, Kerry Coombs, yeah, Kerry Coombs. Kerry Coombs out. Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State in, who had a great year defensively for the, for the Cowboys. Okay, so Ohio State, no surprise, number one in the Athlon no, sports rankings. Number two in their rankings for the ahead of the spring and for the upcoming fall football season is Michigan, the conference champion from last year. Now they're down quite a few players. They lose David Ojebo and Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive line, going to be both first-round picks. Uh, de- you know, defensive ends there, but they do have Cade McNamara back on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, this article says the skill, talent, and quarterback room are in good shape. How fast can Michigan reload in the trenches? Virginia transfer Victor Olawatimi was a critical addition at center. Yeah, they have they have JJ McCarthy at quarterback too. What if you had if you had a bet right now, five bucks, and who's starting game one? Is it McCarthy? McCarthy. Or- I'm betting McCarthy. I'm no, betting no question. Yeah, I think they need. To, I think they need to juice that offense. Up. I, I'm curious. So this, this to me, if this team is third coming up, I'm I'm curious about the depth of the Big Ten this year. Okay, how strong it is because yeah. Michigan State is third now. Michigan State was the third best team last year in the conference, but as this says here, you know, quarterback Peyton Thorne returns, but the Spartans have to replace. A key part of their team, Kenneth Walker, the third sip, and three starters on the offensive line. Hmm. And said what to watch on defense, improving a secondary that ranked 85th nationally in pass efficiency defense is a must. I think Michigan State's headed for a disappointing season. Okay. So you let, think- let down ahead. Let me, I'm calling it right now. It is March 8th. Let down is on its way in East Lansing. Okay. Well, they're three, they're three in the Athlon spring rankings. Um, Do you agree I, with my assessment? Struck me as high. Struck me as high. But we have a ways to go to get to Nebraska. Okay, so. yeah, true. Um, Number four is Wisconsin. So that's the first team you see in the West. Mm-hmm. So it seems the best West team, of course. They have um, the talented running back back. Yeah. Yeah, Allen is his name. Yeah. Bra- what's, what's his last I'm going to say Braylon Allen. Braylon. Braylon. Yeah. There we go. Braylon Allen. Oh, yes. Um, Come on, Jake. 
What? Graham Mertz. Braylon Allen. Graham Mertz. Only three starters back on defense for Jim Leonard in Wisconsin. They're four. Five. Let's juice this up a little bit. Iowa. Iowa. Okay, so they're second in the West, five overall. Yep. Seems about right. Lose their center, lose their running back. But the bulk of the defense returns. Yep. Now, six is really interesting, right? Penn Penn State. State. Pretty low. Pretty low. Clifford is back. I, I think he should be. He should be gone, but he's back. Yeah, Sean Clifford, he's the quarterback. Sean Clifford, the quarterback, is is back for his seventh year. Um, I somehow missed, by the way, that they they got Manny Diaz. I don't know how I missed that. Manny Diaz is the new defensive coordinator. I don't know how I missed that. New defensive coordinator. We're 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 kind of jumping around here, Jake. Um, but Penn State, back to their offense, averaged three. Point two yards per carry last year. Not good. That is a school that has produced running backs like Franco Harris, Saquon Barkley, Rashawn Salam, Larry Johnson. Uh, did Larry they produce Johnson. Rashawn no, Salam? that was that was Colorado. Who, who am I thinking of? They had Larry Johnson. Come on. Remember Larry Johnson? Yeah. Early two thousand. Yeah, that guy was a remember, beast. That guy was I awesome. Remember Larry Johnson? Not Rashawn Salam. Kajana Carter. Kajana Carter. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here to the rescue. I expect you generally to clean up my mess number seven minnesota that's that'd be third in the west uh kirk soraka back uh maybe get the passing game back on track <laughs> i may hey by the way thank you for not i made an egregious mistake there saying rashawn salon yeah, colorado yeah kajana carter right number one overall pick bust seven minnesota as you said now that's so that that'd be third third yeah, in the th- west third in the west now so we have not gotten nebraska yet no we have not number, and, we're, and we're not going to yet nope, number eight purdue that'd be fourth in the west aiden o'connell back as we all know uh quarterback david bell the receiver has gone to the draft um only three starters back oh, oh sorry only three starters lost on the defense but that's including george karloftis which is a big loss for yeah. the boilermakers so now we get to number five, sip number nine overall, and number five in the West, yeah. Nebraska. Here's what it says to watch on offense. Change. The Huskers have a new play caller and scheme, Mark Whipple. Quarterback, likely Casey Thompson, and question marks residing a- along the offensive line and with the rushing attack. What to watch on defense? The unit held Big Ten foes to just 5.4 yards per, carry la- or per-, per play last year. Building off a solid 2021 season will require coordinator Eric Shenander to retool up front and in the second. Did you did you notice what we did there in this in running down this? What did you just say about Nebraska's defense? Well, we we, we hammered Ohio State for 5.3 yards per play, and we praised Nebraska for 5.4 yards per play defensively. Yeah, I mean that's one, what happened. One's the Ohio State. Yep, <clears throat> and Ohio State has picked numero uno by Athlon Sports as it should, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's interesting though to say that, right? Ohio State allowed five point three yards per play last season. Bad. Then use it use five point four yards per play allowed to illustrate that Nebraska's defense played well. But that's the difference between being one number one and number nine. Yep. Right. Uh, then you go on ten Maryland, eleven Illinois, twelve Rutgers, thirteen Indiana, and fourteen SIP Nebraska's first opponent of the year. Northwestern seen as the worst football team in the conference. Well, yeah, and, and that's surprising. I, I imagine that you're extremely surprised here by Northwestern. Here, here we go. <laughs> Are you extremely surprised? Because wouldn't you think that Northwestern would be picked in the top four? Let me just say this. <laughs> Jake? These are the types of years when Northwestern's expected to do nothing, where they rise up and surprise. I hope that's not the case in Ireland. We had quite a heated, 
heated discussion about this over the summer. Well, you know, and it won't it won't go away because we have we have a summer upcoming again. And although it's not looking good for me with how it went last year for Pat Fitzgerald going yeah, three and because, nine and getting blasted by you, North Nebraska, because you yelled into the microphone that they will come back and challenge for the Big Ten West. They do it when you least expect it, though. You can't say they can't. It's it's March and the season is in August and September. Okay, okay. through December. That's true. You can't say they won't. It, does it seem unlikely? Yes. Right now, sure. But that's when Pat's teams do the best when oh, you yeah. expect nothing well, from them. How, how, I mean, it would it would be a it would, it would require a magical transformation. Well, that's what he you does. Watch he does magic. The loss of Mike Hankwitz has been pretty important to Northwestern. The longtime defensive coordinator retired, and it was not pretty last Jake, year without Jake, him. Do you remember that that back to those back to back games Northwestern and Michigan last year? Yeah. And do you when you look at the. When you look at the disparity of those teams, Northwestern looked like a junior varsity. Northwestern team. was horrible. They they were atrocious. They looked in like a JV team. Nebraska was taking deep shots. Jacques Yant was running like a crazy man out there. And then Michigan came to town, and it looked a little different, didn't it? And you think somehow Northwestern's going to make a big jump and challenge I for the West? I didn't say I expect it to happen. I just said this. I I'll say this one more time, and I'll move on. Northwestern has good seasons when you least expect it. They're projected as the worst team in the conference. I'm not saying they're going to have a great season, but here would I be surprised if they have a great year or a good year? No, because that's what Fitzgerald does. Okay. But this show will All not right. be me saying Northwestern's going to be the sleeper of the conference. All right. I'm not saying it this time. Okay. Just saying. Don't be surprised if he pulls out a seven eight win season out of nowhere. Tell you're getting nervous. I'm not nervous. Tell you're getting nervous because when you get, you know, what you do when you get I'm nervous. I'm not nervous. You know what you do when you get nervous. Harrison, you ever notice? How am I this? nervous? I'm not he nervous. Does this. I'm not nervous. What? <laughs> he slams his papers. He slams his papers. Maybe I'm not nervous. Maybe Fitzgerald can convince Mike Hankwitz to come out of retirement. Oh yeah, his defense again. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> um. So okay, got, well, there you go. Nebraska so Nebraska. Fifth, yeah, projected as fifth in the West. Yeah, it's low. It seems who, low Who me. do you think? Okay, if I ask you this, of the teams ahead of them, so you have Wisconsin. This is, this is the, the current, of per Athlon Sports, the current ranking of teams in the, or the projection of teams in the West. Wisconsin, one. Iowa, two. Minnesota, three. Purdue, four. Nebraska, five. Illinois, six. And then Northwestern, Northwestern seven. seven. Yeah. Who, whose ceiling is the highest? Ceiling? Well, I'd say Wisconsin's ceiling is the highest. Is there anybody okay. that's ranked a little low? I'd say Nebraska. Nebraska <laughs> I'd say Nebraska is- seems a little low. Now, it's the Purdue one. The Purdue, the Purdue ranking is the one that you look at, like, huh, really? So they think Purdue is better now. Purdue did beat Nebraska last year. Yeah, they had nine wins last year, right? Yeah, they, they, David Bell was gone. I mean, Ron, the, the days of Rondale and David Bell are over. Yeah, Bell and Kralaftis are gone. That's Huge big. losses. Massive losses. Huge losses. But Aiden, o- Aiden O'Connell is tough. Good quarterback. They have all but three starters back on defense. That's an improving defense. The Purdue picture's interesting, isn't it? I mean, think about it. In the context of when Nebraska oh, – Jake, think about Purdue and Nebraska in, in the context of when Nebraska joined the Big Ten in 2011 – 
what we thought, everybody, what everybody thought of Purdue and what everybody thought of Nebraska, and now mm-hmm. where it is. Now, if there's one thing you could, one very good example to, for context of where Nebraska has gone in this world, that's, that's a pretty good one, right, Harrison? When you think of Purdue in 2011 with that coach, who was the who was it? Daryl Hazel. Yeah, you're good, Jake. I really Thank appreciate you, yeah, that about I get you. A lot of criticism, but I'm I expect you. <laughs> I routine. I, I mean, I you know, for a moron, you're pretty smart sometimes. <laughs> I continually expect you to rescue me with names, and you do it every, almost every time. Daryl Hazel. What was that program like? Horrible. They were yeah. terrible. We didn't even take Purdue seriously. Nebraska went out there and beat him like what forty-five to seven yeah. one time. Fast forward twelve years, and now we're wondering if are we as good as Purdue right now? And it's legit wonder because what has happened in the last few years? We have to wrestle. We wrestle with Purdue, and it's tough, right? Yeah, that's where it's, it's gone, Jeff Jake. Rahm, that's what. Yeah, that's where Got it's a gone. Great coach. That's where it's gone. It's that that just that those two teams in that window is really a Minnesota. fascinating. Yeah, Minnesota's a Minnesota's good one too. Ahead of you right now. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, think about entering the Big Ten. I mean, I remember Nebraska smacking Marquise Gray on the road, just crushing those guys. Marquise Gray, former quarterback, yeah. turned into an NFL tight end for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. They were nothing, and now they're beating you. Our world has changed dramatically. In I don't 12 like years. this world. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Washington next, an early break on the ticket. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.